Welcome to the Living Rock Podcast. Now we just heard the story about how God and mankind became separated. That was the sad thing. That was the bad thing. And separation is a terrible thing. In fact, I think some of us have probably known more separation in the last couple of years than we've known for a while. Has anybody had to isolate because of you-know-what? Christmas Day night, just gone. We were sitting down as a family watching Die Hard. And all of a sudden, I started to feel a little bit unwell. We spent all day with family, we start, and, I said, and I just didn't feel right. Went to bed that night, and through the night, I was shivering, I was aching, I was coughing, I was bunged up, I kept moving around, I was sweating. Sarah loved sleeping next to me that night. And in the morning, at six o'clock in the morning, a lateral flow was thrust in front of my face. Sarah was due to work at the hospital. Sarah, my wife, is a nurse, children's nurse at Leicester Royal Infirmary. She needed to know if I was tested positive. As soon as she just tore open the bag, a T appeared on the lateral flow test. And immediately, Sarah sprang into action, as in she shut the door and left the room. And the next thing I knew, I was just stuck in this bedroom. Everything was happening outside. And I realized on Boxing Day morning, Christmas was over. Some of you laughed. <laughs> Christmas was over. The walks with the family. The games. You know the family, the happy family that are sitting on the box of the game. This kind of prepared serving suggestion for you and your family. That was gone. All the meals were gone. The movies were gone. It was all gone. The, 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 the New Year's Eve fancy dress party. And I'd already bought a leather waistcoat to be dressed up as Crocodile Dundee. It was gone. <laughs> And I genuinely felt so, so sad. I mourned. <laughs> on Boxing Day morning, I mourned. Some people are still laughing. What's going on? <laughs> and I realized that I, 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 had my, I, I had a word with myself. Sarah wasn't there to do it for me, so I had a word with myself. <laughs> and I thought to myself, I've got a warm room. I've got a comfy bed. I can watch Netflix or whatever on my laptop. I've got room service. I've got books. Yeah, I'm okay. But actually, all of those little comforts, they weren't the same as being able to be with those that I loved. There was separation. You know, when we're separated from others, it really impacts us. And that's because of this. We've been created for relationship. We were created for relationship. God made us to relate to one another. God made Adam the perfect man, and he said, it's not good that he's alone. But then if you could put the next slide up for us, please. Relationship. And realized that it wasn't good for man to be alone. And we've already read in the story how sin broke and damaged and destroyed relationships. Relationships between one another, and relationships, more importantly, between us and God. Our relationship was broken. I just want to say this to you today. If you don't know this, God made you and he knows you and he loves you. And above all else, he wants to have a relationship with you. Just want to say that. Because although we broke that relationship, God has done everything to restore that relationship, which is why we get so excited on Easter Sunday. And, you know, the, 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 the fact of the matter was, because I had COVID, it created in me lots of symptoms. In fact, that symptoms, has anybody looked at the latest list of symptoms? If you stub your toe, you could be COVID positive now. 
But COVID produced symptoms. And here's the thing. Sin in our lives produces symptoms. They're called sins. They're the bad things that we do or we say or we think that damage ourselves, damage others. And God can't live in that realm because God is sinless. If I'd have spent time with Sarah and the kids carrying COVID, what would have happened to Sarah and the kids? They'd have caught it. In fact, Sarah did catch it three days later. The kids were fine though. And the thing is, we can't have a relationship with God because we're the infected ones. He's pure, he's holy, he's sinless, he's totally loving. The relationship has been broken between us and God. We've had to be separated from him. But here's the amazing thing. God himself started to restore the relationship that was broken by building on earth his place. God's pad. God's place. If you could put the next slide up, please, guys. God's place. And the book describes that as the temple. And the temple was this incredible building where in the most holy place, the holy of holies, God had his footstool. It's where God felt at home. It was on the mercy seat of the Ark of the Covenant. But that room was separated from the rest of the world by what? A curtain. A little bit thicker than this one. It was the width of a a man's hand. So about four inches thick. It was 60 feet high, 30 feet wide. It had purple and blue and, and scarlet yarn and gold thread and white thread. And you had these beautiful um, army angels on there, these cherubim. And Josephus said this, that he believed that the curtain, the colors of the curtain represented the colors of the universe. Here's the thing. There was a universe-sized gap between us and God. Has anybody ever tried to cross the universe? It's a bit far. I wouldn't bother. Okay, don't bother. We can't cross. There was a universe-sized gap between us and God, and here's the amazing thing. That's the gap that God bridged when he sent his son. And the book finishes with Jesus going to the temple to see where this curtain sat between us and God. And so I'm going to welcome the musicians and the singers back up. Can we give them a round of applause, by the way, because they do such a fantastic job. We're going to come back to a little bit more about this curtain and what happens after Jesus dies on the cross. But before that, we're going to hand over, we're going to worship a little bit. I think we've got another presentation. So over to you guys. You know, when Jesus hung on the cross, he crossed that bridge between heaven and earth. It says the sun came across eternity. He bridged that universe-sized gap. It says in 2 Corinthians 5.21 that God made him who had no sin to be sin for us so that we might become the righteousness of God. That's an amazing truth. You know, as Jesus hung on the cross, he spoke seven times. The first time, the first thing that he said was, Father, forgive them. They don't know what they're doing. The second time he spoke, he said to the thief who was next to him on the cross, today you'll be with me in paradise. The third time he speaks, he talks to his mother Mary and to his friend John and he says, you're going to support and care and help one another. The fourth time he cries out, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? He quotes Psalm 22 written by David as he began to experience this terrible separation from his father. And then he declares his thirst Again, to fulfill a prophetic psalm in Psalm 69. 
And then he said, it is finished. And his very last words were, Father, into your hands I commit my spirit. And it says this, that as he gave that cry and as he said those words, the curtain was torn from top to bottom. It's interesting, from top to bottom. It was God's initiative, God's work. Right, Alex and Lisa, if you could come forward. Kids, by the way, if you've got your sheets now, you should have four letters in so far. Five now, great. Alex and Lisa, if you could come to the front here because um, you're going to need to be really... going to grab a side each. And when I say, you're just going to have to be really strong and pull across, okay? Do your stretches. So grab up here nice and high. And side each. And you're going to just take it across. You need to walk it across walk it. to the end, okay? We've not had any glitches so far today, so this will be fine. <laughs> but as Jesus hung on the cross, his last words, Father, into your hands I commit my spirit and pull! 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 There you go. All right, that's fine. The curtain was torn. And all of a sudden, this happened. Access to the Father. That we could actually come into God's most holy place. That's an amazing truth this morning. That we can have the perfect, restored relationship with our Heavenly Father. That's the work that Jesus did. You know, it's not the same at all, but when I had my negative COVID test, (laughs) oh, the freedom! First thing I did, Tesco Express. I know how to party. But just access. All of a sudden, everything opened up to me. How much more so? the work of Jesus, that as he tore that curtain from top to bottom with his final words, that we have access to relationship with the God of all creation, the Lord of the hosts of heaven's armies, the ancient of days, the almighty God, our heavenly Father. Why would we not take that access that's been given to us by Jesus, to know him? And so that's why we celebrate on Easter Sunday. The last slide, please. Last letter in your little egg puzzle. Jesus rose again. That's the wonderful truth. His body was put in a tomb, yes. It was sealed, yes. A stone was rolled in front of it, yes. There were Roman guards protecting it, yes. But then, on that third day, when he rose again, the the tomb stone was rolled away. The guards fled for their lives. And Jesus rose again in glorious triumph. And I am so pleased and so glad because he shows us that he was successful in his mission. And here's the amazing truth. Jesus is still alive today. You know, Jesus, some of Jesus' friends, even some of Jesus' family, didn't believe he was who he said he was until after the resurrection. That's one of the main historical reasons why many people believe that Jesus rose again. Because all of the disciples that ran away and all of his brothers that doubted him when, during his ministry, even when he performed all of those miracles, finally believed that he was the Son of God. When? After his resurrection. I mean, that's a sign that he was who he says he is. He is who he says he is. And I want to say this today. There are people in this room who have turned away from sin 
turned away from independence, have recognized that living for myself, I've broken God's heart. And I need to repent. I need to turn around. And I need to put my faith and my trust in Jesus and everything he did and know that as I do that, I have access to my heavenly Father through my faith and my trust in the work of Jesus Christ. And I just want to say to you today, if you're here and you've never made that decision, I would love to talk to you about it. Uh, The week after next, on Tuesday the 26th of April, we'll be running an Alpha course. Alpha is a great way for you to learn about the Christian faith. If you would like to join and come along on the Alpha course, we'd love to have you here. It's very informal, very relaxed, very enjoyable. You'll get to hear about the Christian faith and why we believe what we believe. And if you'd like to do that, please sign up in the Connect area. Annie's over there waving. She will be in a minute. There she is. Vision in pink denim with a lanyard just to show that she's official. And a clipboard. That's a double whammy, doubling down on the officialness. Please come along, or please don't leave this room today without coming to talk to me about what we believe as Christians, about who Jesus is. You know what Jesus' last words were? Father, we've already said it, into your hands I commit my spirit. I just want to say this. These could be your first words into finding a relationship with God by coming through, believing in Jesus and saying, Father, Heavenly Father, into your hands I commit my spirit, I commit my life. It's a beautiful, beautiful thing that we can do because of the work of Jesus. I'm just going to close in prayer. Children, if you could make sure that your forms are ready. Alex and Lisa, if you could come back as my wonderful, able assistants to hand out some eggs. Come on up with the um, the eggs. But I would just like to pray for a moment. And ask everybody just to close your eyes for a moment, please. Lord Jesus, we just thank you so much that you lived a perfect, sinless life that you died a sinner's death to pay our price. Our death penalty paid the price for our sins, my sins, on the cross, Lord. And I thank you that, Jesus, you rose again in triumph and glory. We thank you that you returned to the Father to show that there is now access for us to come back to the Father. We thank you that the curtain was torn, the veil was torn from top to bottom. Thank you that you've made a way, Lord Jesus, for us to have a relationship with our Heavenly Father. And I pray for every person right now under the sound of my voice, Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, I ask that you would just speak to every person. Pray that you would just remind those who know it that we have access to the Father. And Holy Spirit, I pray that you'd speak to those who don't yet know it and that you'd bring them to put their faith and their trust in Jesus Christ. Holy Spirit, I just ask that you would show to us God's love for us today. The love of Jesus. Let that be known to us today, I pray. Amen. Thanks for joining us today. Search for us online and get information about upcoming events and more great teaching.